Welcome to Counterspin. Today is June 17th, 2021, and uh, you're in Central Command. Now, before we kick things off, uh, in the studio with me this evening will be my co-host Damien Dement. Before we bring him on, let's uh, cover off a few things. We had some breaking news just as we went to air. Um, the Royal Commission of Inquiry into State Care Abuse. Um, looks like it's all over over. They have ruled the inversion therapy and the likes as torture. So we expect the police will be very busy um, arresting a lot of people. Well, that's what we expect. Now, I hope it's not over because there's a lot of testimony that was still to come out, naming a lot of people. This inquiry was to be three and a half years. They ran out of money pretty early, and maybe that's one of the reasons why they're trying to close it down. We will get an update shortly from um, uh, Paul Zenfeld, who was obviously there with a number of other people. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, let's just hope the ones at the top, as usual, do not escape. Um, the show was this show was supposed to be on the Christchurch massacre. That will be still happening. Um, it was completely my stuff up, uh, well and truly. Um, on the show with me was to be Peter Vaughan, an absolutely amazing guy. I suggest you go check out his work. He was on a show called Profilers back in Australia about fifteen or so years ago, um, where he does everything on numbers. At first, I thought, yeah, numerology, not like that at all. Completely. 100% evidence, data, data-based, you name it. So petervaughn.net, check that out, petervaughn.net. Have a look through it, have a look at his profile show, and he's become a hell of a lot better now. So I suggest please go check him out. Um, on the other front, Liz Lambert will be having an interview with Adam Nussel shortly to give an update on Lee Williams. Uh, he's been ceremoniously, or unceremoniously, as the case may be, terminated from his employment. Remember, Westpac closed his account down when um, his GoFundMe was taken down, thanks to the leftist lunatics. Um, and as a result, Westpac got in on the act. Completely politically motivated, I would say, considering the New Zealand government banks with Westpac. Just bear that in mind. We're going to be doing talking about New Zealand's COVID con. And it is a con. And we'll be proving that with all of the... What would you say? All of the rubbish that the government speaks. And how we actually got to this point. Before I play that clip, uh, one thing the government has never talked about is your own immune system and eating healthy. And I suppose because they did that, they'd realize with a destroyed economy and people having not much money, it's not exactly um, viable to go out and buy healthy food, is it? It seems you can buy the junk food cheap as chips. But healthy food, you go broke trying to, trying to live. And then it becomes a toss-up of do I pay the rent? Do I feed myself? Do I have the power kept on? Not to mention those who are homeless. Increased homelessness. Ivermectin. Go to your local um, veterinary clinics, grab ivermectin. That is proven beyond a doubt. You take that, you take hydro, hydro, hydroxychloroquine, <laughs> zinc, vitamin D, and C, and you won't need that experimental serum they call the jab. It's definitely not a vaccination. And I would say, and I would call out right now, Jacinda Ardern, Ashley Bloomfield, Susie Wiles, and uh, Sean Hindley, Hindley, you're all murderers. You're killing people. We'll prove it. Uh, my co-host for this evening is Damien Dement. Uncensored and uncut. Evening. I've got to look at this camera. Um, 
So you just saw the horrific images, yep. the things that we were played ad nauseum, as if to hammer, the ho- hammer home the fact that there was this great invisible plague that was just dropping everyone in the street. This is uh, obviously Wuhan, yep. I believe, and uh, the place that only a few months later had a big revival party, uh, maskless, party in the streets, everyone was fine, and the rest of the world was shut down. It's almost like it was a deliberate yep. and concerted effort to shut down with the Western economy for the Chinese Communist Party to take hold of everyone's, basically to be the, the money master. Well, he who the, controls the debt controls the Absolutely true. You know, if you look at, at who controls the narrative around <laughs> COVID uh, and the response to it, you go look, when you follow the money, it all goes up to the central banks of the world. Now, the central banks of the world, which started, you know, hundreds of years ago in, in Europe, have realized that the demographics of the world have been shifting, um, increasingly going west. First, it was Europe. They had their big population boom, and the bankers got to issue lots of debt, and that's the product that they sell, so times were good. Then they moved to America, built that all up, again, issuing lots of debt, and um, they were hoping to make China the next big sort of demographic bubble in which to issue more debt, because that's what central banks do. Now, we don't realize that that this debt actually enslaves us, and that the more debt actually occurs, that it's mathematically impossible for us to ever pay off this debt. So the Chinese, who who want to be the only superpower on this planet, worked alongside the World Bank and uh, the World Health Organization to concoct a epidemic starting at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, that would be basically exported to the world. Um, and we were using lots of, they were using lots of fear-based media to capture our attention. Because it was really strange for us to, at times, be looking at the news media and just be seeing like people just clearly passing out and dying. Yeah. And so <clears throat> it captured our emotion. But we've all come to realize is that a monkey and a snake never had sex in a Wuhan wet market, that it was actually... Uh, the National Institute of Health in the United States that was actually funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and that this whole thing that we're looking at is one big giant con to break your financial economy, whether it's your own household or your own neighborhood or even your own country, and install communism all around you, all under the guise of this lie. That's where we're at, and it's unbelievable the number of people who have involved themselves to to make this ongoing charade continue, A, first to get off the ground, and second, to keep flying. I've never seen a goose so fat fly for so long, it's bound to crash. <clears throat> That's right. And the person behind this entire fiasco was is a stalwart of the um, health services in the U.S., and that's Anthony Fauci. Absolutely. Tony Fauci just recently, um, because of BuzzFeed, if, if you're on internet these days, guys, and you're, and you're looking for shit news, go to BuzzFeed. Um, BuzzFeed surprisingly put out an information uh, request to, to the United States government requesting Anthony Fauci's emails. And what we'll come to find is Anthony Fauci, not only has he been a flip-flopper on, on things from masks and distancing and many other things that have become questioned during COVID, but he was actually caught talking about funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology, not just for um, for for just work on any particular type of, of uh, I guess pathogen, yeah. but one that was they called it. Um, what was it? What was the three letters I was talking? The three words? 
Gain of function. Gain of gain of function, yes. where literally you work on a virus until you get the desired response, i.e. it's either more lethal or it's more transmissible. And that is what the United States taxpayer funded China. Now, the crazy thing about the whole Wuhan thing is that even though it was ground zero and people were supposedly That's dying right. all over the place and they were welding apartment building doors shut – it was the big trucks going yep, down yep. the road with e all of those. Every every other region around Wuhan was open, back open within seventeen days of of um, of Wuhan starting. They were back open within seventeen days. Meanwhile, the rest of the Western world were stopping airline traffic, stopping yep. tourists, <clears throat> stopping manufacturing because we couldn't maintain social distancing requirements. Um, we were keeping kids out of school. We were torturing our, our elderly people in their retirement homes because they had nowhere to go and we would just isolate them in their golden years. Yeah. And and meanwhile, China's industrial machine cranking is, up is the the <clears throat> exhaust is red hot. Yes, who was manufacturing the uh, PPE. Yeah, exactly. So all the PPE, the the millions and millions of gloves and masks and everything required to keep up the song and dance. China's creaming it, and we're all probably paying a premium in the price for it. Um, but all we have to do, though, is thank our communist leaders for taking such grand care of us. Hail, Cinder. Thank you, Jacinda. Honestly, without your kindness, I don't know what I'd do. And without those hugs? No way. Honestly, without... not, not Not the Helen Clark and Heather Simpson types hugs, Ooh. because that would get quite weird pretty fast. It's already weird. You just, just met her hench and Heather Simpson, and that's just weird enough. She reminds me of She's Mr. a good bloke, though, I think. She, rem <laughs> she reminds me of Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Does I? I know. It's kind of sad, but, but anyway, it's true. back on top. Yeah, sorry, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, Event <clears throat> 201. Yeah. Why I know that the Wuhan uh, is the epicenter of all this, obviously because of the, the emails that come out, yeah. but when you look at Event 201, in it was a war game simulation in October of 2019 in New York. All the key players within the media, academia, and health and pharmaceutical industries were all participants in this war games activity. Yeah. And this happens less than 90 days before go live coming out of actual Wuhan. Um, and and that's the thing is they, they literally have been planning for this. And this is the United Nations, the World Health Organization, and China, along with the World Bank, all working together to crash the global economy and have you just sort of accept it like, oh, shucks, because COVID and the forever moving goalposts of COVID give these pricks an unlimited blank checkbook to just continue to spend your money and drive us harder and harder into economic ruin. And of course, they use people like uh, celebrities, like musicians and woke actors um, to push it as well. Like when they started rolling yep. out this experimental um, serum. We were, I, don't, yep. I didn't even call it a vaccine because it's not. Oh, they have to. They have to implore every single um, psychological ploy that they have, that includes using people of celebrity status, people like Tom Hanks. Um, they're going to use uh, anyone they can in music. You, anyone who is essentially on the payroll um, of the large corporations, the corrupt corporate global media corporations that are are doing this, because. A lot of these global corporate media corporations are wholly and squarely reliant on the government for their advertising, but yeah. also pharmaceuticals. Um, Kiwis are lucky. In, in America, there's a pharmaceutical ad every break, at least a couple of them. Yeah. Um, and they're a huge, huge revenue part. Junkie nation. So there's this 
it's a tight little, eh, how to say it, orgy of assholes. And, Very incestuous, um, and, isn't it? and it is. It's all incestuous. It's the academics. Because you remember, every time that you, you watch the news about, oh, there's a, there's a strain variant or there's going to be a mutation of it, they're always interviewing some from prick from the university who always seems to be the subject matter expert. But even the most brilliant of subject matter experts in this instance, like Tony Fauci, yeah. keeps ca- getting getting caught. Um, Dr. Susie Wiles is... Now, she's a she's a peculiar one. She's changed her mind uh, quite a few times. Yep. She's I've seen her remove certain tweets uh, and things like that. <clears throat> she said, I remember her saying that the transmission of COVID um, nineteen was exponential, like it, it was going to take off in such a way that we were never going to be able to catch. I think it. she was parroting some of the modeling, wasn't she? Um. I think if we bring up some of uh, this is the New Zealander of the year. I know it's definitely cheapened that. When so did the bar get so low? I think they actually dug a hole it, and they put the did. bar in the ground. They absolutely did. So let's have a look at some of this um, New Zealander of the year's um, tweets and her um, her her views on a few things. She has a proclivity some some pretty perverse ideas and and beliefs. Um, she is one of the things that about uh, Susie. We're Wiles. just waiting for them to come up. We no can worries. Check while, while we're one of the things that's important to know about Susie Wiles is that Susie Wiles, <clears> um, <throat> she has poli- She is not. She is not neutral in her posi- in her views. She is extremely politically motivated, and um, she is uh, politically motivated um, also to a commercial benefit as well. Yeah. She has received funding from the Bill and uh, Melinda Gates Foundation, the same people who have spoken and freely about how we need to depopulate the planet by yep. quite a bit because, well, there's not enough uh, In-N-Out Burger to go around. Exactly. And this, here's, here's a, a text up here, <clears throat> or a, a tweet, I think it is, mm-hmm. someone talking about the World Health Organization, um, suggesting that children under four years old or four years old and others should learn about masturbation. And her... Um, her idea was, uh, what's wrong with it, basically? She said, uh, sorry, she said, Ruby, I engage with you in good faith, and it's clear we aren't going to agree. So um, I think it's, this is where we should call it a day. Um, I can't read that, yeah, sorry. It's a bit far, eh? I've already explained where my funding comes from, and honestly, if you think masturbation is evil, then... And then she shrugs her shoulder. Okay, guys, masturbation's awesome, okay? But just not for four-year-olds. Yeah. It's real simple, and this woman puts herself up as a New Zealander of a year and a subject matter expert. The problem is the people who voted her as New Zealander of the year. I know, but who voted for her? Because I didn't get a ballot. Um, I would have burned that shit. Yeah. Have a look at um, another one here. We've actually got the screen a little bit far. We can't actually see it properly. Yeah. Oh, okay, here we go. Capital in the, ca- so, capitalism is about, you know the, the evil of the uh, world because she's a socialist, of course. Yeah, and so her offer, her her response is just awful. But the problem with that is is that Susie Wiles is a lifelong uh, career academic who's never actually had to produce anything that contributes to the GDP itself. And so she's never actually um, – she's never been a participant in contribution. She's been a benef- uh, beneficiary of, of, of capitalism, and now she's crapping all over it. Um, and I find that's a very – if she has any interest in self-interest, she should remember who pays her wages. That's right. This other um, tweet, she's talking about uh, someone who died uh, from COVID soon after having the jab. 
Yeah, that's one of the things that she said that she'd had a um, a family member who who'd had the jab, and she even acknowledged that um, this particular family member had died, um, and and had recently had the the COVID jab. Which, if you look at a lot of overseas statistics, nations, whether it be Europe or the United States, now that there's actually a significant number of people who've had um, been exposed to the various forms of the vaccine. Now a lot of these people are actually dying. But what so many average people don't know is that the pharmaceutical companies are not only immune to prosecution for anything that should happen bad to you, whether you That's get right. sick or you die, but also if you have health insurance or life insurance, your insurance companies will not pay out uh, in the event that you've taken these this these vaccines. And for all I can say is it's like, how could you be so stupid as to take a vaccine that's experimental? I mean, would you get in an experimental airplane because someone told you to? No. Oh. Or make sure I had a parachute. Um, another one, another uh, tweet she was talking about, she was to talk at a labor event to, to encourage women um, to get into politics and vote labor. That yep. was if they're going to get in through labor and that. Now, that, that proves she can't be objective. All she's doing is being another mouthpiece for Jacinda, another yep. part of the PR spin campaign, because uh, Jacinda's background is PR. In other words, selling you a whole lot of lies in a pretty wrapper so you yep. swallow it. Unfortunately, a lot of the population did for a long time. Uh, thankfully, most have started waking up, only you don't see that on the news, because they were bought and paid for with millions of dollars and are still getting funded to keep it going. Another one here, we're talking about the um, cherry picking from a... Um, hydroxychloroquine study, um, but she only got the studies that were done deliberately um, to have a bad outcome. Mm -hmm. They did not bring in all of the peer-reviewed ones, because none of those I think that yeah. she cited were peer-reviewed at all. You can tell any time that you bring up hydroxychloroquine or zinc or any other... Or ivermectin, they or go ivermectin Or any other type of therapy other than these experimental vaccines, they immediately treat it with a, a great deal of skepticism. They immediately talk it down because, you know, there is no money in, in medications that are A, already approved, and B, work effectively, okay? That's right. Because they don't want to make you well. They want to make themselves rich. She was also, um, so basically the Lucy Ferrin company, because she, um, bioluminescence was one of her, um, study areas. Yeah. Lucy Ferrin limited. Um, it yeah. was a, it was a company she founded and she still, got, still registered on New Zealand companies, um, office website. If anyone wants to go and have a look yeah, at that. And she got funding from the Bill and Melinda Gates foundation. And, and it, what it was, it was about making certain bacterium, um, be able to glow, and we were kind of just tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. We were kicking around here. Why? Why would you want to make certain BL bacteria and be able to glow? And we were joking around this before we started filming. Yeah. And I said, well, it's because at some point they're going to take a, a light and they'll wave it across you, and if your skin glows a certain color, you've had the vaccine. Um, so you won't even need a vaccine passport. They'll just shine a light on you, and they'll be able to tell you whether or not you've taken that jab or not. Um, and that's the sort of reality in, in the harsh, cold world we're moving into, where. Um, you won't be able to do anything unless you've you've literally taken the jab. That's what their whole goal is. Um, the 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 whole point of the crash and to create a an economic reset is about the next phase of the World Economic Forum's plan for the planet. And uh, and it takes a lot of operatives. It takes a lot of people to be involved in the orchestration of this on a global scale. And that's why we want to start talking to you guys about 
maybe some of the more local people who are involved in the propaganda manufacturing yeah. um, so that we can get you guys, New Zealanders, the opportunity to, to look these people in the eyeball and tell them that you know they're lying to you. So um, Susie Wiles is just one person. She um she works she not only is she on TV a lot and does a lot of um, consulting for for Parliament or for the government but she's part of a group at the University of Auckland but it's actually part of all universities it's called Tepunaha Matatini I would describe this as being probably the premier think tank in New Zealand for the academics the media the the pharmaceutical companies and the government to all come together. And create <clears throat> their spin yep. to keep you sucked in. And we want to go through that with you right now. Yep. So what you see up on screen behind me, guys, is a, a letter that was found by some one of our, our crafty researchers. And this is a paper that is about how Tepunaha Maratini wants to counter the counter. Okay, so they have they know that COVID-19 is going to be questioned. They know that many aspects of COVID-19 will be under scrutiny. And there's an actual diagram behind us of how they intend to strategically and tactfully try and counter our prodding, our 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 tackling of their lies. And I don't think we made the list. <clears throat> we didn't. No, that's that. fine. You know why? You know why? Because they have no yeah. counter to us. You know what? It's they didn't see us coming because we were so underground that they just didn't see us coming. Stealthy. Yep. Um. So what? I'm not. You know, not to be tongue in cheek and, and 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 kidding about this, but if you look at that that chart behind us, it really clearly tells you that they are doing everything they can using a multitude of different subjects to silence us because we are presenting truth. They've got the journalistic whores on the payroll. We know that. That's that's the unquestionable. Journal, yep, absolutely. They've got the academia coming in and, and using fake science to try to back the narrative. And that's all f based on faulty uh, Imperial College of London stats. Um, and what was one of the studies used uh, where they made the summation that um, all the New Zealand population was in one center oh yeah and you would have one then two then four then yeah. exponential growth and we'll get a video of her shortly where she actually helps in fact we'll, we'll watch it now where she actually helps stoke the fear and talks about that very thing let's have a look at this can i just ask you about italy what, what was it 300 what did i say 300 so deaths. 368 yeah, it's gonna rise every hours. day but yeah. because they it, haven't done what well they didn't act fast enough china have shown us what we need to do to bring this under control that the cases they're seeing now are ones that are being are coming in from outside of china 368 deaths yeah. in 24 hours phenomenal well number. that's because this virus is it, the rates are growing exponentially for every person who infects another you know or infects one or two other people yeah. each of those go on to do that so it's not a linear graph it's an exponential one okay and you need to act so fast to stop that well there you go she talks about following china's model now if we followed china's model we would have been open in 17 days without even a lockdown would we yeah we'd be back open as a matter of fact wuhan i think it was less than six months after uh, a lot of those videos massive of, party had a massive pool party like thousands upon thousands of people in a pool on top of each other Pretty sure no germs were passed then, right? No, no it wasn't. <laughs> and that's the nonsense you're expected to believe. The media, just simply by virtue of being the legacy media, have some sort of earned credibility by you people, and you guys will just put her up on screen and listen to her. And because you think she's a subject matter expert, dumb people who don't have enough time to research 
get sucked into it. Then, of course, you have Jacinda telling people that uh, most people, a woman, she's saying most people will have mild to moderate symptoms. Basically, don't worry about it. And then the next minute, it's like someone talked in her head, no, you're not selling it hard enough. You've got to put these people into fear. We need to crash your economy and control everyone. And um, so tell them 10,000 plus will die unless we do this uh, lockdown and flatten the curve. Have we, has that curve ever been flattened? Never. Have we ever flattened that curve? The only thing we've flattened is the economy. Um, and that's it. And and we've flattened um, our basic freedoms in this in this nation. And we've certainly absolutely destroyed transparency she definitely didn't go hard and early we know that she nope. lied she paid um some pr company millions of dollars just to have the team of five million and the and the propaganda um brainwashing to go in uh behind that the world health organization sent a letter to jacinda to tell her to lock down the country because she's just another puppet who controls the world health organization china who's been funding um gain of function research in the wuhan lab China. Well, the Chinese Communist Party, to be precise. Let's yep. get it right here. It's that criminal organization, transnational one, that's been doing all of this. So let's have a look at what, uh, let's have a look at the lies that Jacinda loves to tell. We are experiencing an unprecedented event, a global pandemic. I understand that all of this rapid change creates anxiety and uncertainty, especially when it means changing how we live. That's why today I'm going to set out for you as clearly as possible what you can expect as we continue to fight the virus together. The first really important thing to remember is that the vast majority of people who will ever have COVID-19 will only experience mild to moderate symptoms. But there will be some who will need more care. Nick Minnett. If community transmission takes off in New Zealand, the number of cases will double every five days. If that happens unchecked, our health system will be inundated and tens of thousands of New Zealanders will die. The vast well, there you go. So, so one, one day, not a problem, peeps. Yep. The next day, you've got to change everything, lock everything down. Uh, the new normal started appearing about this time. And you've got to get used to being told what to do, when to do it, yep. what you can and can't do. Mask up like like they do with the old days where the old slaves had the masks. And um, and basically the usual PR spin. That little, you like that little grimacing face you guys like this? Of course, that the piercing, little... that piercing. I'm I'm listening. Yes. And I'm very I'm I'm listening so, so much I have to you. furrow my brow. Yeah. So concerned for you. Yeah. No, she's not concerned about anything other than doing what what the talking points tell her to do. Um, You know, there was never ever going to be tens of thousands of people going to die. There was never going to, there was never inundated hospitals. Um, We've been around hospitals. I remember going around um, hospitals during the COVID lockdown and it was dead. There was nothing going on. There's and even overseas with dancing nurses and all these like things going on. I have a, a, my, my sister works in medical in the United States and she's even said that, it's far too overblown than what is truly really happening on the ground. Do you remember? Do you remember what they were using um, as a, first of all as the basis for all of their predictions? All of their um, their diagnostic tool mm-hmm. was the PCR test by Kerry Mullis, who, who was the actually the creator of that. Um, yep, he was the, he was the godfather of it. Yep, and and even he actually. Let's hear it from his own words, what he thought of it. I think 
misuse PCR is not quite, I don't think you can misuse PCR. No, the results, the interpretation of it. See, if you, if you, if you can say, if, if, if they wanted, if, if they could find this virus in you at all, and with PCR, if you do it well, you can find almost anything in anybody. It starts making you believe in the sort of Buddhist notion that everything is contained in everything else, right? I mean, because if you can amplify one single molecule up to, a, to something that you can really measure, which PCR can do, then there's just very few molecules that you don't have at least one single one of them in your body, okay? So that could be thought of as a misuse of it just to, to claim that it's meaningful. But it, it allows you to take a very minuscule amount of anything and make it measurable and then talk about it in meetings and stuff like it is important. See, that, that, that's not a misuse, that's just sort of a misinterpretation. PCR is separate from that, it's just a process that's used to make a whole lot of something out of something. That's what also, it is. Um, but, it's, but it's not, it doesn't tell you that you're sick and it doesn't tell you that the thing you ended up with really was going to hurt you or anything like that. That's why it's not. So even if you believe in HIV, it can't tell the difference between virus particles or active live virus. I mean, there's a lot of questions involved. There you go, man. So there you go. He, he's saying you put it through enough cycles, basically, you can find anything. Yep. You know, recommended um, cycles is about 30. Yep. Uh, anything over 35 and over is considered just rubbish. You can't, you can't rely on it. And people like Otago University, I believe, were doing 45, 45. cycles. So they, they would find that... They would, find, they would find so many positives, um, and that's the whole point, is that people weren't dying. And right. There wasn't enough people being sick, so they had to create calamity and chaos and fear from cases, and they had to do so by artificially creating false positives through amplification that really just created a lie. And right. that's all this is. It's the a test, big lie. The test was not fit for purpose. It was designed specifically to ramp up the fear so all of you would start turning on your neighbors like a lot of you did, uh, where, where a whole lot of people, even online, started just this vehement attacks rat, against rat out your neighbor, yeah, against your the lady mask. who wanted to take your children to the park because she was not an idiot, didn't buy into the lie and said, well, hang on a minute. You had people like uh, Sukrit Bhakti. He's a, quite funny. He's a German guy, but he's, he's Asian. And he just said asymptomatic transmission is a complete and utter hoax. He goes, this virus has never been isolated from any patient anywhere in the world. So it is a complete fabrication and a complete lie. Yes, they found it in a lab, but that's it. So this whole palaver you've been going through, all of you nutters who actually started yelling at people because they wouldn't wear a mask because you thought all of a sudden if they spoke to you, this big cloud of black death would come and throttle yep. you. You really got to cancel. You should cancel yourself culture. In. Cancel culture, man! All of you people out there who are behind cancel culture, who even if you snicker and yell at someone for not wearing a mask, or you 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 say something under your breath as you pass someone to the supermarket, all of you people are going to realize that you're wrong, and that there's so much evidence out there to shows this to you. The only problem is, is that you focus and use news outlets that are actually part of this problem, and they lie to you, and they've been proven time. And time again to have lied. And we don't want to tell you we told you so, but we totally will. As a matter of fact, I've got a hat already made. It says I told you so. <laughs> but to spare you from that, I just want to 
please, if you are enjoying this little banter and, and the detail we're sharing with you, share this on social media. Um, like what we're doing here and help get the word out because currently this platform is not funded. We, we do this for the love and the passion of our fellow man and woman in this nation that we live in. But we need to share this because this is how we win. This is an information war. We don't want bombs or bullets, but we certainly want change. And change is a personal choice. And we're showing you that there's lots of lies out there. Basic lies like masks don't work. That's a really easy lie to prove. We could prove it all day long. We could also prove all day long that academics are out here ruining your lives um, to benefit their own. In fact, what we'll do now is let's show the flip-flops on this whole mask thing. Check this out. I just want to reiterate the message, and some of you may have heard the interview that Kim Hill did with uh, virologist Chris Smith from Cambridge University. He was very clear on this. Are face masks effective, and would you, do you, wear one on a plane? No, save your money. Go and, go and spend it on something useful instead that you enjoy doing, like having a beer. Those face masks are absolute rubbish, and they do absolutely nothing. So are you saying that viruses can get through face masks without any difficulty? Depends on the face mask. The kinds of masks that we're talking about that you go and buy off a, a street vendor and then you wear on the underground or you know wear on the tram or something, wear around the streets, those are absolutely useless. He was very clear on this. Uh, you can use a face mask if you like, but it is not really any protection. This is a homemade mask. I've also had a lovely one sent by a member of the public, uh, which has got the TARDIS on it, um, uh, which is nice. Uh, the important thing here is to, of course, hold the elastic at the ends and, and keep the, the hands away from the, the mouth and face. It goes here over the, over the ears. In my case, not too difficult to do. The one problem I do have is my glasses do fog up a bit. You will notice. Hey guys, does double masking work against coronavirus' transport? Let's find out. First, we're going to do the hospital masks, three-ply. Here's one. Here's two. I see people wearing masks. Your views on masks, because a lot of people are going out, buying up their hand sanitizer, buying masks and also toilet paper, but is there any reason why masks are something that people should be using? So for the general public, if you don't have symptoms, there's no need to wear a mask. The thing is the virus can still get in through your eyes, so if somebody's going to sneeze on you, the mask will only protect your nose, it won't protect your eyes. There are different types of masks. Mm. So the ones that people are buying at the supermarket are what are called surgical masks, they're the, they're the, the rectangular mm. ones, and you'll see that they've got gaps in the back here, so yes. they're not fully protecting you. Cabinet has decided to move to mandating the wearing of face coverings on public transport for level two and above. This isn't a decision we took lightly, but we know masks protect you and the people around you. Next, we're going to try a cloth mask. Remember, we want to stop this moisture that's coming out of our mouth because that's what COVID rides on. There's one. And then we're just going to tuck it in, and then you have a face covering. Here's two. 
I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know what to say. It's water vapor, right? That's what, I mean, water vapor molecules are larger than the virus we're talking about. It's probably riding, most likely riding on those water vapors. What part of this is so hard for people to understand? And we will share with you the most up-to-date information daily. You can trust us as a source of that information. Surgical masks are the, the, the rectangular mm -hmm. ones, and you'll see that they've got gaps in the back here, so yes. they're not fully protecting you. We know masks protect you. Uh, you can also trust the Director General of Health. You can use a face mask if you like, but it is not really any protection. And the Ministry of Health. For that information, do feel free to visit at any time to clarify any room you may hear. The kinds of masks that we're talking about, that you go and buy off a, a street vendor and then you wear on the underground or you know, wear on the tram or something, wear around the streets, those are absolutely useless. COVID19.govt.nz. Otherwise, dismiss anything else. Those face masks are absolute rubbish and they do absolutely nothing. We will continue to be your single source of truth. That there is a perfect <laughs> illustration of despite evidence of normality of Man. logic common sense reason evidence back data backed facts it's ignored yep. because it does not fit the agenda see they they don't want um it the whole thing about them is that if yep. as long as their agenda goes forward they get to live. I guarantee you that Jacinda Ardern and all the cronies around her have a mandate that if they don't make this agenda fly they're dead. Um, and I believe that because they wouldn't be doing such insane, benign things and repeatedly contradicting themselves over and over and over again like this if they weren't under some sort of control or duress. And I believe that given the the shitty explanations we've been given around masks, around access to therapies that are dirt cheap and cost hardly anything and we can get access to it right now, instead we are just pursuing the most destructive insane, insane ends to yeah, this destructive that video was made by coronavirus coronavirus plushy check him out and of course where's coronas where can we find coronavirus uh, you'll, plushy you'll find him on bitshoot nice coronavirus plushy you'll find him on bitshoot i think you might find him on uh other mediums as well like telegram i think he's on telegram as well also curious kiwi with a q um check him out because he's uh done a lot of good to uh bring us some of this information as well we've been collating it in the last little while because we do crowdsource our information, you know, we we aren't um, a broad, huge, massive organization. So we do. Really, if you guys have some great tips or information out there that you would like to share with us, please get in touch with yeah, us. Yeah, we, we will be more than happy to air it once we've checked it out and it's actually fact and evidence, and we can find the source to it. Unlike mainstream media, who just interview their own typewriters and throw it out there for everyone to be to swallow. Yeah, truly um, they do. We like to bring facts and figures and evidence. Of course, that's always a big thing. Facts and evidence. It's something that Jacinda knows nothing about. No, no. They have they do um they do feelings and fear. Yeah. You know, that's the feelings and fear thing. Um and and let them have it because I think people at this point in time are a bit exhausted with the whole COVID thing. We've all got fatigue from it. And oh, they're and we're all uh, really looking forward to the next uh, step of our life. And so this is where you need to start taking these facts that we present to you and start applying them to the people around you who are are still entrenched in this these beliefs because we need to move on with our lives. Um, this narrative is only going to change if we change it together. When you when you see us present this uh, show, how we are, we're showing you how it started and the fear based driven like shock and awe. 
which cracks the mind open. Then they start feeding the information as your mind starts closing around it. That's sowing the seed. And then they add um, layer upon layer of propaganda. What that does then is that it expands and it becomes your thoughts. You start thinking something. You basically lose sight of common sense, logic, and reason. All you have is nanny state whispering in your ear. Yep. And it ain't sweet nothings. So we'll also show you now, so you can get an idea of how it happens. Um, remember how when the experimental um, serum, not a vaccine, the jab was going to be introduced? Um, because now, of course, they want to take it from 16 years and up. I mean, we had a court case recently, Sue Gray, and that on mm -hmm. part of KTI took a court case, and the whole thing, there was two parts to the court case I hear, and one was dropped. I don't know why. We'll have to ask why that was dropped. But the first one was on basically legal definitions, and we know what legalities mm -hmm. are like. Legalese is another language. Um, on uh, what is a patient and what is a limited number of patients. Well, I don't think a limited number of patients is your team of 5 million or even 16 years to mm. up but that's what they tried to do now at first they're trying to tell us that uh oh no you know it's not going to be compulsory vaccines or anything like that and then of course that story changed too so let's have let's have a look yep. at how they did that we will continue to be your single source of truth um, there is one source of truth though uh, when it comes to these things and that's the announcements we make here uh, since a year ago, the Prime Minister, Dr Bloomfield and Minister Hipkins have made it quite clear that we must look to our one source of truth. And I will have to say I was alarmed uh, at the number of letters that I've received from people concerned uh, that the government would be making COVID-19 vaccinations compulsory. Uh, this is a direct result of deliberate misinformation that's being spread through social media. The government is not making COVID-19 or any other vaccinations compulsory. Um, it's not going to be compulsory, but my message to everyone is it's safe. Um, the government's made it really clear that the vaccine won't be mandatory in New Zealand, and I think that's the case in just about every country around the world. As a government, we will not be making it compulsory. However, for our frontline workers, we will be considering whether or not we're meeting our health and safety obligations. Jacinda Ardern says there's no need to make a vaccine compulsory in New Zealand. I'm concerned about the no jab, no pay, no pay policy of Australia. Are you looking at no, that? No, we're not. Fantastic, no, thank no. you. I believe in vaccination, but not mandatory. Great, thank yeah. you. Great. If the most significant thing we can do to help our recovery is reconnect to the world, the most significant factor affecting our ability to do that will ultimately be vaccine uptake. People working at the border, we will be saying that to work at the border you have to have a vaccine. Uh, and then if you, if you say you don't want to have a vaccine, you turn that down, then we'd be looking to redeploy you elsewhere. From next week, we start working through the individual data to ensure that those who we expect to be vaccinated have been. If they're not, they're moved on. The government order says everybody who works in MIQ facilities or at the border must be vaccinated against COVID-19. They're looking at whether they can extend this order in the future. And so port workers here might at some point be moved on from their jobs if they keep refusing the vaccine. Nine uh, custom staff uh, have lost their jobs for not getting vaccinated. Uh, do you have any sympathy for those workers? My understanding is that these were staff who, who clearly have had, um, as have all border staff, uh, a good opportunity to be vaccinated. They were made aware of that, of the option and what would happen if they weren't vaccinated. And in this case, there were no other options. 
Because the more people vaccinated, the more options and the more possibilities that are open to us. If there isn't an alternative, then their um, role in the NZDF will be uh, looked at. They, so, may be, they may be terminated, so, yes. So they, so they may lose their job if they, they don't do. take the vaccine. Yes. I'm an AUT student, and um, we've been informed that if we are to continue to go out on clinical placement, we'll um, be required to get the COVID-19 vaccine unless we have some sort of medical exemption. So that's why that goal to the end of the year of getting everyone vaccinated is so key. The more people we have vaccinated, the more freedom we can have. The more people we have vaccinated, the more freedom we can have. Unbelievable, man. There you go. Holy cow. Complete and utter liars. Yep. Abs Jacinda, you lie like, you lie lower than a flatfish. I remember doing a protest on the corner of Great South Road in Green Lane, and I got yelled at. A big old husky uh, lefty came charging up to me, saying to me, you're a liar, David Dement. You're saying that they're never going to make vaccines uh, mandatory. Well, guess what? Wrong again. They're wrong. We've, we've actually just showed it. Do you get tired of being right? Uh, you know what? It's, I don't, actually. It's truth is a lonely warrior, and it it's is. okay. I'm, I'm used to carrying this burden, but, um, you know, we'd like to have more people along for the ride, so keep tuning into us. We enjoy doing this. We enjoy showing you yeah. the, the hypocrisy of these people, that they are so willing to use medical extortion um, against us they simply are. because they want to inject something completely experimental in you, and they're going to make you feel guilty about it if you don't do it. Remember, this is an experiment, okay? It does not end till 2023. You are the guinea pigs. There has been no safety trials for this. You are the safety trial. If you die, and a lot of people are expected to die, this is killing people. With that, there is absolutely no doubt. And I, I think I said at the beginning of the show, as far as I'm concerned, Jacinda Ardern, Ashley Bloomfield, Susie Walls, and Hindley, you're all guilty of murder. And so are your minions who have been pushing this. All you celebrities who came out and decided to <clears throat> tell everyone that um, it was safe and, you know, it was, it was a big thing and you tried to get the um, and it's brown gonna, people and it's injected out South too. Auckland First. More people are going to die and it's not because of COVID. It's because of the vaccine. I mean, Moderna has come out with a vaccine and they've never produced a vaccine in their entire operating history. That's right. And all of a sudden they've got one now. Amazing. So over here, if you have a look at the UK, um, the European Union and the US, I think it is, together in just a short time, look at the deaths from these experimental vaccines, serums, and look at the adverse events and it's going up. In fact, the amount of adverse reactions, severe ones, the amount of deaths are increasing in direct proportion to the rollout of these experimental serums. Just today in Italy, Italy has, the government has changed the law where they will no longer vaccinate anyone under 16 because a 16-year-old girl died of the vaccine. Um, and this is happening. Other nations have also put a halt to their vaccine programs because there are significant, real, tangible 
and difficult questions that need to be answered, and they need to be answered quickly. And you have the right to ask this question. Um, medical, any type of experiment on you, and you are an unknowingly being involved in an ex- um, any type of medical experiment, is a war crime. Um, so don't go thinking that just because they give us money and they have titles and they're a prime minister or they're a attorney general of health or whatever it may be, they do not get the right to experiment on us. That's actually a war crime. We need to put a stop to this. The judge that decided that they would continue to allow the government to murder people when Sue Gray and KTI, etc., um, took that case mm-hmm. that I said rested on um, two legal definitions, per, uh, what is a patient and a limited number of patients. Yep. The second part of that, I believe, was on the safety. Huge parts of safety. But it was not pursued for some reason. I still have to find out why that was, because that, to me, is key. That there, if you've got an experimental serum that you're giving people and you have no idea what it is, you completely um, bypassed animal trials because the, all the animals were dying mm. previously, that sort of tells you something that there's something seriously wrong with the people behind this. Medsafe yeah, has missing e- information. Even, even their own transparency is not even transparent. When you go to Medsafe to check out what are right the, what are these medications, what's in them, what are the what are the side effects? There's huge, massive chunks uh, of this medical data that should be there, and it's not. So they have no idea about the long term safety data for frail people. Uh, existing comorbidities, uh, pregnancy, um, people with other ailments. It could be fertility, infertility. It could be also impotence. could be all sorts of stuff. I mean, this is where, this is where, when, when does the net benefit of the regime, um, when is that going to be better than all the the potential side effects that are negative? Because that's the thing. There's so many negative side effects. And yet the risk of COVID is, is, Sweet stuff all. I made a joke earlier this week that I'm more likely to die in a hula hoop accident on top of a volcano in New Zealand than I would be from COVID. Yeah, that's true. And I truly believe it because... Well, we do have a few volcanoes. I know, but I was looking for an active one. I was going to take the hula hoop and swim to White Island and then climb And wait for it. Yeah, and then do that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd be, you know, if I want to find a quicker way to to death, I'd just go take the vaccine. Um, Just this week in the United States... Uh, a huge spike in the number of deaths that they're actually recording related to the vaccine after someone has taken the vaccine spiked. It's spiked by not just a couple of hundred, by 5,000. That's a lot of people. Actually, another um, interesting occurrence happened with uh, Peter Williams. He had a article up. Which was... Oh, do you mean journalist Peter Williams, radio host? Correct. Okay. Magic Talk. Yep. Uh, he had an article up. It was removed within four hours, and this is what it said. There you go. Two elderly New Zealanders die after COVID jab. But you know what they do? They always have a counter. They always have a lie to feed you. Mm -hmm. They will tell you, this person has been alive all that time to get old. They managed to cheat death. Everything was fine. Nothing was wrong. They had the jab, and they died. This is why it's so important that organizations like Counterspin or Telenasao, or Voices for Freedom, 
or Brad Flutie at Outspoken, or Freedom Factory down in the Christchurch area. All of these outlets. Or are, Damien Demand. Or Damien Demand, me. Yeah, we're all working hard to actually show you this evidence because yeah. if Peter Williams, just one radio host in New Zealand, can has has his own article he written removed after just a few hours because it cuts against the grain of the narrative. It goes against the narrative. Well, you can clearly see we're outmanned, and that's why it's so important you engage your senses and get involved and start taking this information on board and helping us distribute it. The cognitive dissonance is is amazing because the same people that say they don't believe the mainstream media and it's all rubbish are the very people who quote the mainstream media to attack us when we're tell- when we're giving facts and evidence on the fact that the mainstream media are lying. It's yeah. a circular argument and they're pretty much arguing with themselves. They are, and the only thing that the mainstream media in New Zealand can continue to do is try and delegitimize people like me and Kelvin with honestly just sort of defamation and character assassination. And then at the end of the day, it honestly doesn't matter. I'm really cute. Kelvin's not bad looking either. Um, we're good Thanks, people. Buddy. We're really generally quite liked. Like we don't really drinks. care about what you think, but we all care about your freedom. We care about everyone's freedom. Yeah, And um, that's why the mainstream media in New Zealand absolutely are packing themselves at the moment. Yeah, because their own existence, their day to day existence, their financial livelihood is based upon a lie. And lies take a really a huge amount of energy to hold up, to right. keep going, to keep functioning. But this lie is falling apart. It's like a it's like a snowball that has got like limbs of a tree hanging out of it. It's just a big old mess. It's not going to work. It's going to fall apart. We'll even give another example. The word I found hard to pronounce earlier on Hi, um, hydroxychloroquine that's the one um <coughs> hydroxychloroquine Ooh, I, got, I got something about that after too yeah this is uh from yahoo yahoo uh, i think it's financial is it and yahoo news the change of narrative you one one minute it's one thing the next minute it's the other entertainment and uh news now we know hydroxychloroquine works we know ivermectin Works. In fact, ivermectin, I would say, is probably top billing. If you don't want to get sick or have this virus, you take that and you won't get it. I guarantee it. I don't have to be a medical professor because what do I do? What do I do? I go to the experts, the ones who actually know what they're talking about, who have actually peer reviewed these studies. There was a guy, I can't remember his name, um, he gave testimony at a US congressional hearing into the virus. And he basically told them they're all nuts, that ivermectin would kill it dead. And um, he said, you're responsible, basically, for a lot of carnage, should you not do it. That didn't make it to mainstream. No. And yet they've had, they've got 200 papers all backing this stuff up. You know, and that's the thing. Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, these are effective medications that have been around a long time. Proven. They're, they're dirt cheap. Like yep. to, to give everyone in New Zealand and every tourist ever coming to New Zealand, this would cost less than two bucks. Um, and each. Each. Yep. And the interesting thing is, is in January of 2020, um, the New Zealand government agency involved with the funding of pharmaceuticals in New Zealand and the procurement of pharmaceuticals in New Zealand, that's called Pharmac. Yep. They removed the funding for HCQ in January of 2020. And that's spooky timing. Exactly. These people want you to die. Hey, can you not get that through your head? And if they don't want you to die, they want you to think that you're going to die so that you completely remove your critical 
fact-based logic thinking and instead replace it with emotional gobbledygook so yeah. that you are running around like a headless chook because if you're not connected with your senses, they're just going to play you like a fiddle. Yeah. And that's what we've actually all grown up with. We've all become little fiddles. And do you remember when a doctor, um, uh, Stella Emmanuel, was, um, she was basically hauled over the coals. She was eviscerated in the press um, about hydroxychloroquine. She, said, she backed it to the hilt, said it worked, and she was told, don't lie. Basically, like, Trump was bastardized in the media and yep. said it didn't work. And now she wants an apology because it's proven to work. And she deserves it. Absolutely. And there's does. a lot of people, a lot of medical professionals out there, um, and including uh, including Plan B and 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 Simon Thornley, Doctor Zelenko with yep. his um, HCQ All the people protocols. Who come out and they've they've had alternative opinions, opinions that were were just something counter to what was coming out of the mainstream media. And instead of taking a a a, a intellectual view on it, um, and actually discuss all information available, no, 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 the media just bang down anything they don't follow agree the trail with. of money. Yep. Now, we said to you that this experimental vaccine is likely to kill you. Now, some people have put it between three and five years, some between two and three years. So we want to show you a video now of someone who knows a little bit about this, and it's, it's a bit eerie if you want to actually look now, at it. Now, before we click that video, just remember that this particular industry that this person is speaking about is the energy industry, and everyone on Earth uses energy. That's right. It is... It is Next to water, it is probably one of the most important industries on Earth. So, if this any industry on Earth is going to know what needs what they need to do next to keep their industry going, it's, it's them. It's them. But we know they're under attack. Let's take take a look. So, about eight years ago, I lost my baby during pregnancy, which is the reason that I actually left the healthcare fear, field because I was working with pregnant women primarily, um, reproduction and endocrinology. And I just found it was a little bit too difficult for me to provide quality of care given my recent loss. So I went back into full-time uh, working in the gas and oil and recruitment uh, sector. And to this day, I am running a global uh, gas and oil recruitment firm. And the reason that this is important is because of what I am seeing as an executive in this industry happening right now as a result of the COVID vaccines. And it's something called succession planning. And if you don't know what that is, look it up. But basically what it is, is companies need to plan for um, what's going to happen as their staff um, move on. Rather, they move up the line, they retire, um, so on and so forth. And succession planning is something that I help companies with professionally by offer them uh, recruitment services. So they'll come to me and say, hey, we're going to need 100 guys to, you know, staff this rig, so on and so forth. And so we'll provide them that service. Well, what's really interesting, what's happening right now, and it's actually mortifying, not just interesting, is that executives are having their uh, HR staff and their managers, superintendents, foremen, so on and so forth, go through and look at the staff that have received the vaccines, and they're planning to have to replace them all within the next three years. What does that say to you? This is something that's, you know, 
It's got some of these guys literally in tears as they're going through the company and literally checking off all of these individuals that have taken the vaccine, knowing that most likely in the next three years, they're going to have to plan to replace that person. What does that say to you? And this is a really big thing in the industry that I'm in and a lot of talk going on around this at the moment because these massive companies, massive gas and oil companies are looking to have to replace thousands of personnel and I'm in that line of work that does the staffing for these large gas and oil companies and um, they're pretty petrified as for what's going to happen to their staff but also their businesses because they project that they're going to lose uh, you know, roughly half of their personnel. Okay, so there we go, succession planning. These things are being planned out ahead. Now, remember when this all come from? Wuhan Lab, they're partying soon after. The rest of the Western world and the economy are getting completely destroyed. There's no, there's no if, buts, or maybes about it. You're living it now. Yep. So back in October, um, back in October of 2019, yeah. earlier in this video, I mentioned to you guys that there was Event 201, and this is where they did this. This strategic sort of war games, the uh, sort of mapping of, of, of the process. What's going to happen during this Right pandemic? down to how they would start how rolling they, out how celebrities. They roll out, how would they roll it out? How would they do this and that? And and the thing is, is that this was about a couple blueprint, of things. Wasn't it? it was a blueprint for them, but it was also about conditioning the rest of us, yeah. all of us, to continue to be continually conditioned to expect the next step of their agenda. Now, in the last, um, similar to event 201 um on july 9th the world economic forum um yep. it, which by the way klaus schwab is is still the head of of that, that creepy organization they on july 9th they're having the cyber polygon event yep and cyber polygon is going to be a live stream conference um and it's going to center on the secure development of ecosystems with digital globalization and furthering the acceleration of people, companies, and countries in becoming more interconnected with security being the very single most important element of the whole thing and very much focusing on supply chain. This is important. Now, let, yes. me, let me explain. The hacks. the hacks. Recently in the United States, we had the Colonial Pipeline in the, on the Upper Northeast. They got hacked for ransom, and that affected the supply chain of oil and fuel in the Upper Northeast. And then it was just a recently JBS Swift, the largest meat manufacturer in the world, they too miraculously got a hack and they suddenly had to stop production again, yep. impacting <clears throat> the supply chain. This cyber polygon event is just them be getting prepared. This is their mapping exercise. This is their warm up to the next great um I guess spars. just uh, the the next great spars, the great uh, distraction, because that's what it really is. Spars was another event too. I won. They want you to become so focused on the calamity that's going to come from this next cyber hack that we stop worrying about COVID and the next and and the jab and everything else. So we just brought up on the screen another cyber attack um, that affected the Waikato DHB. Right. So it doesn't. It, it's happening everywhere. Um, now, and that's that's as of yesterday. That's pretty incredible. And I'll tell you what that's going to lead up to. We must control the internet. Yep. We must control the flow of information. We must make it secure, safe, so we can all whether message it, each other. Whether, and, it's, 
COVID misinformation that's that they're right. trying to stop or us talking about the real truth about the Christchurch shooting exactly. or us talking about the real truth of 9-11 or any other topic they just deem too taboo that there's plenty of proof. And like around. every false flag, there's always an operation or an exercise going on at the same time. Remember, false flags, like we said before, don't, doesn't mean no one dies. It means they blame the they blame the attack on somebody else, mm. um, and it comes back from the old days with the with the like the British were fighting the Spanish. Yep, um, and they call it a false flag because the British would put up a, a fake Spanish flag, and they'd sail up, next, they'd sail right up next to the Spanish, and then boom, boom open up the, the, uh, the cannons, and it would look like that the Spanish shot themselves, and that's yep. why it was called a false flag. And it's it's that idea that we are meant to believe that it was actually Osama bin Laden. Or if who, you want to set two countries apart or at, at each other, you simply go and like they did in Iraq, where they got caught. Mi six, yahoo. Where you went over to Iraq and you bombed a Sunni temple, dressed as um, Shiites, and started a local war there. Yeah. It happens all the time. So false flags are a way that they continue to twist the truth, whether it's in the States. Some of these, these mass shootings that have occurred in the States have actually been done by people who have perpetrated it just simply to encourage gun control. Because if you involve a mass shooting event with children, you're going to pluck every emotional heartstring yeah, available. Exactly. And then you're all going to say, get rid of guns, which is exactly what they want. And then all of a sudden you live in a nation where the government thinks they're the only source of truth. They've removed all the guns from the sane people and they want to abolish the police and get rid of prisons. See, that's progressive lefty logic for you. And New Zealand is on a fast track for that. And we kind of don't want to go that way. No, we've already stated on the show previously that you're in the middle of a Marxist revolution and it's happening right throughout the Western world. One of the key things that we said, apart from creating woke universities and idiots peddling, as we've just showed you, I mean, a lot of this world is run by um, academia, experts who are degreed. How's that working out for you? Not very well, I would say. So these people are pushing their propaganda. I And... And the same with on this jab. They're, they're wanting to target school children next, 16 and up. And then it'll get even lower. I'm telling you now, we encourage parents to start making plans um, to front those schools, take over the boards, and don't let them do Stop it. Stop campaigning at your schools. The, not only are, is it about the jab at your schools, guys, but it's beyond that. It's critical race theory. It's what they're teaching our kids, um, what they're teaching them to value versus what they, they're teaching them to ignore. There's plenty of, of corruption happening to our children, yep. and it's our job as parents to safeguard not only what goes in their, their arms, but their brains. So it's important we, we fight that. I know for myself personally, there's a lot of people I've met through the truth movements who are passionate about education because so much of our education system is filled with people who are politically active yep. um, and a lot of left-leaning people. And Sadly, we've become an indoctrinated species where we just sort of, um, it's easy to follow the herd. Then to stand up because you get the vitriol and the attacks and yep. the, and Kiwis and the are, rhetoric. Kiwis are pretty reserved <clears throat> people. We don't like, they don't like to bang, take it, take things head on sometimes. And so, bring back the biff. So it's real easy for this socialist agenda with their, um, to sort of push it in because it's very much about emotion. It's not about, um, just the sheer black and white of it. Sure. Um, Facts and evidence don't matter anymore. It's no. all about who's got the best propaganda, who's got the best agendas, and uh, who pays the most money. 
just like these scientific um, papers that we're getting trotted out that are complete bunking and false and easily demonstrably proven to be so, you find out who funded those. Then you'll find your criminals behind this whole scam. And COVID-19 is a scam designed to crush the Western economy, to rule your lives, mm. bankrupt your nation, and they then call the shots. And who, in New Zealand, because people bag us about you know being anti-CCP. You mm. damn right we're anti-CCP. We will stay anti-CCP. No ifs, no buts, no maybes. That criminal organization must be destroyed. No negotiation, no debate, total destruction. That's what needs to happen. Yeah, because what's happening now is the CCP love control. If there's one thing the CCP are, um, are synonymous for, it's control at all costs. Yeah. And that's where universal living allowances um, will come into play. New Zealand and the New Zealand government are very keen on continually handing money to people to fix their problems. But actually what you're doing is just weakening the individual. And so their their problems become um, state problems. And we've been... Um We've been stepping you through the plan throughout our shows. Um, sure, sometimes it's not delivered in the best way because I get a bit passionate about these things. Um, and i got a potty mouth. <laughs> yeah, mayhem and chaos here. Mm. Um, but we also told you about the complete destruction of private property rights. So every time they come up with a... Because um, remember, a problem-reaction-solution, it's an age-old thing people have spoken about. Not many people actually get it through their head. Hegelian dialectic. Yep. Exactly. If they, want, if they want a particular result, they will create a problem that has you react in such a way as to demand the solution they have ready and waiting to implement. Private property is the same thing. Who did they target first? Your food chain, the farmers. How did they do that? They started telling you that the farmers were a complete stain on the New Zealand landscape and that they were destroying they're the environment. The, they're hurting the waterways. Yeah. They were ruining the, the soil. And we found out that that too was a complete and utter lie. We gave the facts and evidence, including reference to the reports, where they took the dirtiest ones and took a percentage of those. But when you extrapolated it out to how it should have been, it was so low, it was minuscule, that you could easily clean up the ones that were... um. That was caused by birds, not by yep. farmers, hence the avian areas. And, and, and yet people still bought it hook, line, and sinker. Some of these greenies are so, I mean, I understand you're environmentally minded and anyone in their right mind would be, but, but what you're pushing is, is not science-based. It's mm. not based in reality and it's not based in fact. Yeah. It's just, it's just and a, even if it is based it on is. science, okay, if, if they're so quick to um, – change and amplify pcr tests to pick up covid in anyone do you think that they're not going to do the same type of manipulation to data that's going to serve them interest in any other topic that they want to manipulate of course they're gonna they want to make the water levels look terrible so they can vilify the farmers and and put more costly compliance measures yep. in place so that it <clears throat> essentially taxes them of course because at the end of the day the Chinese want more control. The Chinese want control of New Zealand. Okay, sorry, not the Chinese, the CCP. And they already have Big it. Big difference. The, the, what the CCP really wants in New Zealand is its farmers, its food. Because whether productive we... Ca productive capacity, capacity of food. Yeah. Because whether we like it or not, China right now is doing everything it can to push its citizens out of rural areas and into major and bigger and bigger metropolises. 
Because the World Health Organization, the United Nations, and the corrupt people want us in giant megacities because, A, it's a really good place to contain people. It's kind of like a big cage. Um, they're a super um, high-surveillance society. They want everyone being monitored. Um, and also, if you're going to pass communicable diseases or pass along something that's going to kill you, put everyone all in one place. Yep. And so if they're going to remove all those people from the Chinese rural countryside, they're not going to be farming anymore. So they need New Zealand. Yeah, we also told you through the show that they were going to go into that Jacinda and her minions were going to ramp up the whole global warming slash climate change narrative. And you saw it. It was almost on cue. We told you it was coming and it happened. If you really want to help the environment, forget the global warming crap because it is rubbish. It's not based on any science. It's lunacy. Take care of pollution and waste. Stop cutting down all the trees and the earth will heal itself. Mm. You poison your bed, you're going to get poisoned. Simple as that. We all, See, that's something we can all agree on. So let's target that. We have technology that can take waste energy. Very clean, very efficient. Mm. But yet that doesn't suit the narrative. It doesn't make certain people a lot of money. Just like poisoning the landscape with 1080. There is no logical reason for it. Mm-hmm. And why is it banned in most other countries but here? Because you are the lab rats. New Zealand has always been the guinea pig to the world. And because you don't push back, they then farm it out. So it's your fault the rest of the world is suffering because you just don't stand up. And when we try to bring you the facts and evidence to wake you up, you completely attack. Because you know why? You know why you attack? You attack because you don't want to take personal responsibility. Mm. You don't want to have to realize that there is a problem and you might just have to do something about it because you'll be on the receiving end of what we get, which we don't really care. This is about people's lives. Well, you know, it is about our people. viewers, however. It's about your lives. Our viewers are awesome because they have a brain and our, and our um, coverage and our audience is growing. Every show it's growing because they're starting to realize that we actually do bring facts and evidence. How many times have I called people out, say, look, I'm willing to work with you. I'll stand by you. I will help you take out these pedophiles, these predators, all these other people, and we can start taking down certain people. If you just bring facts and evidence, we'll go after them together. I hear nothing from you. But our audience, they give us information. We go away, we work on it, and when we're ready, we come back and we lower the boom. We get results. All these other people, these so-called freedom movement, ask you, ask yourself, why aren't they bringing you this information? Why aren't they coming out and telling you this and actually succinctly going through it? It, it defies logic, but yet you all swallow it and you pay them big money. My God. Yeah. I can't see the life of me um, handing money over to someone who doesn't provide me something of benefit. And uh, I'm lucky enough to work alongside some really great people in the various freedom movement shows that are around because we are making a big difference. One thing I love about it is that we come together and it's just easy. It is. There's just some no other, arguments. We were on the same. There's just some other groups out there that track. are just not as easy and no. they're kind of becoming more and more of a left-wing irritants than they are about being an ally and it simply comes down to is good people find good people that's all like we, attracts like and courage is contagious as they say i had to borrow that from steve bannon's war room and the reason i did that is because we get accused of being funded by them i'll tell you what if i even had a smidgen of the money they get funded i would be a happy boy yep. i got nothing Yep, we do it for the love, people. One of the reasons we didn't have a show, we couldn't get the gas to get over here. That's another reason, apart from me stuffing up and uh, pissing old Peter Vaughan around. Like I said, check him out, PeterVaughan.net. Amazing guy. 
amazing numbers, man. I can't wait to have him on the show. So I'm going to let, because Damien is the guest of honour, I'm going to let him take us out. You've got about 30 seconds, Damien. Give it um, to him straight down the Thank you guys all the- for watching. We do stand by what we say. Um, we hope you stand with us. Uh, I want to say a special shout-out to Juliet Moses, who uh, spoke up this week uh, at the Anti-Terrorism Summit, and uh, you stood tall and you stood proud. Uh, and you did us proud. You kept it clean, and you kept it about the facts. And that's all that matters. It's just the facts. So if you want that, come see us next week. We always love having you. I might even be back. It just depends on how many likes and responses we get to this video. But uh, we'll find out soon. I don't have anything else. Let me look over at our beautiful producer. No, no, she's okay. We're all right. The Right Watchman. Actually, I've got to mention him. I read a lot of his stuff. Oh, yeah. The, the Right, right Watchman. Watchman. Excellent. Very good. If you can check him out on Facebook and any other platform, He's you can find good. him. Read his content. It is very good. Thank you all. Right. Now, in keeping with our anti-CCP stance, no, we're not funded by them, you lunatics. Our audience, great. You other lunatics who watch to get educated, we're not funded by them. So, um, this is what we're thinking.